listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Very good evening to you. This is the Good Money Show. That show that happens every Wednesday and uh, days go so quickly before you know it, it's Wednesday, which is a pleasurable time to, yeah. to, to be in studio. And of course, it's not a complaint, it just goes very quick and we're happy to, to join our passion again. Good afternoon to, to, to you out there. Reggie. Good afternoon, Mr. Joe. How are you, bud? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, yeah, good I afternoon. Think, hey, Mr. Ntando. Yes, don't forget about me. Oh no, there's no <laughs> way. There's no way. We we could get fired here if sure. we if if we forget about you. Yeah, no. Uh, given would really get rid of us. Oh no, you would. Because I I had they've uh, developed a very strong relationship. Yeah. Especially around their transactions in terms of money. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They yeah. tend to pay each other yeah. uh, via cameras. You oh, know, that sounds okay. so dodgy. <laughs> no, it is dodgy, guys. It is dodgy. It is dodgy. I think we've got to lodge a commission of inquiry. Sure. Mm. Uh, for for the transactions that yeah. happen. Yeah, between Dando um, sure. and, uh, <laughs> and the young <laughs> man. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Can you, can can you listen to the mics? Yeah. Huh? yeah. Can you hear how, how loud? He's, he's definitely he's def- no. It's, it's the voice. Much more crisp. Authority. Nah, there's something happening here. There's definitely something happening. Here. I can see Kevin. Oh, that gentlemen, did you have a good week? Already. No, absolutely. And I get <laughs> muted most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. this can be good. Yes. Good afternoon, guys. We're going to have fun again. Um, yeah, I know. Um, we've. We've got a guest today, and we've had mm. the guest before, and I can see Ndando is excited to, to have excited. This, the, this discussion. Yes. And uh, given, of course, our executive producer is with us again today, and he doesn't disappoint. And of course, yeah, we are connecting with our guest today, and we'll be speaking about a, a very interesting uh, topic. Um, we try to be as relevant as possible, and um, today is not going to be different. We're going to be relevant, especially facing mm. December. We are sure. almost mm. a month and a half towards um, that scary season where Eish. we spend like there is no tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're going to be introducing our guest very soon that will help share uh, knowledge vastly. And yes, I uh, do remember that um, Mr. Joe and I, um, we work for a financial institution. So therefore, the views that are shared in the show do not necessarily represent those of our employer. Yep. But they're solely ours. But yep. as usual, Mr. Ndando can agree with us. that You share good, valuable information, help mm. people with their relationship with money, and we go all out. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Yep, we do want to emphasize that we do not give advice on this show, but of course we share good information, facts, mm. um, yeah, uh, that, that would actually help people in their relationship with money, as you guys have mm. uh, said already. Yes, we, we've got our guest, guys, as, as promised. Um, she's a lady that comes with a very long resume, uh, about the kind of work uh, that she, she does. She is a well-sought-out um, guest in many radio stations and many platforms. Mm. So we're quite privileged to have her um, in, in, in studio today. And of course, uh, she's visited us before, but today she'll be joining us virtually, and we're excited to have her. Without much further ado, um, I just want to, to greet our guest, um, Salem, Mrs. Nyati. Good, Good af- evening. Good evening to you, madam. Are you well? I'm well, thank you. Are you guys well? We, we, we well. We well. We 100%. We well. Yeah, and our producer is weller than all of us, <laughs> if they such a word. Because <laughs> he just loves his keyboard. He just loves changing uh, things, the tones, and whatever he does on the keyboard, he just loves it. So he's mm-hmm. weller than all of us. Oh, wow. Well, I'm on the same level of wellness as he is right now. I'm mm. so happy to be back again and having this chat with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so very much. Yes, um, just a brief introduction about our guest, uh, Mrs. Salem Nyati. She is from the Debt Emancipation Movement. And of course, she's spoken and she continues to speak on many platforms, helping people with how they manage their money Mm. and issues of debt as well. Um, Yeah, we're going to cover a whole lot of 
um, you know, tributaries of this very same subject mm. about money. And of course, the main topic being the cycle of debt. debt. Hmm. Mm. Salem, why would you call it a, a cycle, a cycle of debt? Would there be a cycle of debt? Why is it not just a straight line of debt? Why would you have <laughs> a cycle of, of debt? Let me, I, I love that question. I really, really do. I've never actually been asked that question, mm. ever. <laughs> um, and, and, and the reason why is because a lot of times when it comes to issues of debt, issues of credit, we are always back square one mm. like we literally just you hear someone say oh i want to clean up my credit profile mm. i want to improve my credit score yep. but they're doing that because there is that next credit that they want sure. to apply for okay. so there is that next loan that they want to get or that car so they want to be in good standing so that they can be approved so it's a never-ending cycle because people just don't see the end of it for themselves. They don't put a stop to say, by the time I turn 48, I'm just making an example, yep. Yep. I will never apply for credit again in my life. I should have my home that's paid up. I should have my car that's paid up. I should not be buying this and that and the other on credit and whatever else, if I want to get a new car or a new cell phone, it will be a cash basis because I will have saved up enough over the time that I'm getting the work experience and I'm getting the money and, and, and. So it's a cycle because we never put an end to it. We never have a, a straight line start to finish. Mm. We just go back and back. It is like that wheel of a rat or the hamster's wheel, we just go on and on and on. And eventually the sad thing is that we sometimes leave debt as a legacy for our children. Mm -hmm. Because instead mm -hmm. of them enjoying whatever money that we supposedly leave for them, they are now faced with um, a debt that the parents didn't pay. Mm. And they must now see to that. So. That is why it's, it's not that, that line of debt, but rather that cycle of debt, because it's just never ending. Mm. You've described it well as uh, the, a rat race, you know? So the mm. rat is mm. racing, or the mouse, <laughs> or the <laughs> hamster, basically in one place, not moving anywhere. It's, it's a treadmill, yes. basically. And that's mm. a good picture. I, I picture the rat running and at some point it gets tired. Yeah. Why is it that people are not coming out? Because it's not like they're having fun living in that cycle. Sure. It's because of the socialization. I mean, think about when you were growing up. You would have known that the sofas that you are sitting on, there's a furniture shop that came and delivered them, and uh, your parents are paying on a monthly basis. Uh, when it's time for registration um, in January, you know that your parents are going to go and apply for a personal loan or whatever the case may be. So we are socialized to think that the way of getting through life is through credit. The way of mm -hmm. purchasing things is through credit. And that's how we are socialized. I mean, uh, things like Clothes also. I mean, I'll give you an example. <laughs> uh, there are families where they would say to the children, uh, you are 18, now you can go and apply for your We're own account. account. Mm -hmm. You can yeah. get oh. your own um, credit yeah. card or cell phone contract, whatever the case may be. So we are socialized in mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and it's the, the, because the start is wrong. When you start working, you start with credit. credit you apply for credit. Mm. And because we start wrong, it is so difficult to do it any other way. Because then you are offered the next best thing. You are upgraded, and then after being upgraded, you're upgraded. You now can no longer live a life of saying, 
I am going to put money aside, number one. Number two, I'm going to wait. You see, waiting mm, mm. is the big problem. Mm. Waiting is the big issue. I mean, I remember somebody saying to me, uh, Salem, are you saying to me I must save up 10 months before I buy a new bed? Where will I sleep? <laughs> Fair enough, but we have also come to justify the instant gratification, the refusal to wait. So that's why we are in this trap, this rat race, because we simply don't want to wait. We want it, and we want it now. And we want our peers to see that we have it, and we have it now. Mm. Interesting. Um, Earlier, you mentioned something very uh, touchy about us not saving um, and living in debt, and uh, when death strikes, our children need to contend with it. Um, a friend of mine sent me an, uh, a uh, what shall I say a post? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm going to read it as as it is. Um, okay. A man who dies without adequate life insurance should have to come back <laughs> and see the mess. Created. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 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 shocked me. It's 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 yeah. it's sent quite uh, shocking waves uh, on my spine. What would you say Correct. to that statement? I love that statement because we are so consumed with the now, mm. so consumed. That's why we don't save because yeah. we don't think of the future. That's why we don't put plans in place for our children because we are so concerned with the now and with self. It's such a sad one, Joe, I must say, because we are supposed to be a people that create generational wealth, Mm -hmm. generational comfort. Mm. You working should be so that your children don't put in as much effort as you did. But rather, they start somewhere yeah. on a right footing and then carry on with their dreams and passion. But yeah. instead, what we do, we are so selfish that we think of ourselves, we consume, and then we just leave a mess and they must clean up the mess. But also because, and, and I mean, to add on to, to, to your friend's question. I always say, you and I, our parents left us nothing. Uh Are we really going to do the same with Mm. our children? Mm. I mean, we even now you're struggling to secure your own house. People are still paying bonds and car payments. Why must your children go through the same same thing? thing. So we need to always know that me working is not for me. The instant gratification is that, exactly that. You doing it for yourself, it should be a case of saying, how am I securing a tomorrow Mm -hmm. for my children? And you hear parents proudly saying, oh no, you guys must work for your money. I'm also working for my money. Mm. That is the wrong concept, wrong principle. It's not even meant to be like that. We are here to prepare for the next generation. generation. Mm. Are we we not saying, okay, I may not leave anything for them, um, but I'm not going to leave debt either. So when they start, they don't start negatively with my debt, but they starting clean slate. They don't have any legacy debt, but they haven't got anything um, that I may have left behind in terms of cash or property or anything like that. Then they just starting square. Would w- would you be? What would you say to that? Oh no 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 no! It's fair. Again, it's yeah. that <laughs> instant gratification because you were living for yourself. You bring them into this world just to watch you consume. Yeah. 
and at the end of the day, they, so so what was the point, but, really? But the, the consumption oh. was also, excuse me to interrupt, but the consumption mm-hmm. was about them as well. They enjoyed uh, the money. Yes, they enjoyed the money. They you, they ate mm. the best of foods they could get. They went to the best of schools. They wore the types of clothes that they wanted. So they they actually helped in, in, this, in, that, in that lifestyle. Wow. So. so you leave something for them. So that they don't have to go and apply for credit. Mm. It is not easy for anyone to go and purchase a house cash. Yeah. If it's not easy now, yeah. how much more 10 years from mm. now, 30 years from now? Yeah. So you leave them something so that the basic needs that yeah. they will have, a roof over their head, mm-hmm. transport, food, they don't have to be in debt for those. That's why you leave the legacy behind. It does not necessarily have to be the money. You can purchase the property for them and say, when I die, this is what I leave for them. There is that house right there. Maybe have it rented out for now while they're still young and they're still growing but use that money even to fund their education for that matter. That's okay. Mm. But don't let them start on a bad footing in terms of having to get credit to get by because there are those purchases that will almost be impossible to purchase cash. Mm. I didn't say that. You said all of this. (laughs) (laughs) And... I'm I'm trying I'm picturing someone who's listening to you and we, you speak with so much passion it's amazing but uh, the person is in their 50s 60s and they're feeling like goodness I'm listening to you a bit too late yeah. mm-hmm. in my life yeah. what do I do where do I start I'm sure you meet people like that in your circles It's never too late to start mm-hmm. especially for the next generation. If, for example, you are saying I'm 50 and um, I haven't done things right, you can always try and do some catch up so that number one, you don't leave a mess for the children, but number two, over and above that, you actually make sure that Let's say, for example, we are dealing with one property, which is your current home. Mm. At least make sure that that one's paid up. So that if you have uh, life insurance, when it pays out, it doesn't eat into uh, you know, the, the, the bond payments. So make sure that you, you, you catch that up very quickly. And that would mean sacrificing some of the things that you want. That's number one. Number two make sure that you have life insurance or upgrade your life insurance or beef it up, pay more into it so that should anything happen, there is at least enough for a comfortable start or a good start for the children. So I would say um, things that could get in the way like um, car payments, house payments, because all that's going to happen is if your children cannot afford to pay that, the bank is going to take it away. Mm-hmm. And if the bank takes it away, not only have you left that emotional wound because you are gone, you have left them homeless. So it's not too late to ensure that at least you know the home is you, you, you rush to pay to pay it off. You rush even if you have the conversation with the kids to say um, we are not upgrading the gadgets in this household for at least five years. So take good care of your stuff because this is what I want to make sure. So those conversations are not conversations that just parents must have, but conversations, money conversations, future financial conversations mm. should be had around the dinner table with children present. Because the reason why we then see our children in the television show, I will not call by name, yeah. because <laughs> some money was paid up, 
Yep. And three months down the line, it is all gone. Yep. It is because we do not sit them down and explain, should I die or when I die, this is how much I'm leaving you. It is for you to do A, B, C. It should last you this long. You should be able to secure a property, a vehicle, this, that, the other, and there onwards, you will then be able to go forward. So those conversations need to be had. And the sacrifices that will need to come with making sure that those things happen also need to be had, especially for somebody who's saying, oopsie, I'm 52. I need to get my ducks in a row. I have eight years left. And, and get yourself a financial planner. Mm-hmm. Because a financial planner is not somebody just for the wealthy. Everybody who gets money. If you're a person who gets money, whether it's because you sell tomatoes or because you are employed somewhere, the fact that you have money, you have finances, you need somebody to help you plan those finances. Therefore, get a financial planner say, I have eight years left. What can we do? I need an aggressive plan because I, this, I've only got this information now. I need an aggressive plan. How do I move forward? Mm, mm. There is no such thing as too late. Too late is really when you go. Sure. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, I think I, think I, I really, I, I, I was about to ask a question actually around, is the problem really credit or the problem is the lack of planning? You know, um, because, you know, remember uh, when we started the show, we spoke about a cycle of death yes. you know um, yes. um now are we saying credit itself is wrong or after we have obtained the credit uh we just remain comfortable in living in credit for the rest of our lives without having a proper plan to say when i'm 50 i sh- uh, i'm planning to would have uh, uh, paid off this car paid off this house um but we live by okay um um Next year, there's a new model of a BMW that's been released. I'm going to trade <laughs> it. Upgrade. You know? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just actually wanted to bring this question. Is planning yeah. the problem or is credit the problem or the lack of planning the problem? I cannot imagine a life without credit. Mm. We would be, I think many of us would not have houses or homes to live in. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have proper mode of transport. So credit is not a bad thing. Mm. I mean, there are people out there who use credit to actually create wealth. Mm, To build wealth. There are people who say, I am running this small business of mine. I need my money as cash flow, therefore I'm going to use somebody else's money, being the bank in Mm -hmm. this case, to ensure that I acquire A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be disciplined in the way I pay it so that I pay it within a particular window that I don't then pay interest. So credit, depending how much you know about credit, how informed are you with credit, That is where the real issue is. The credit in itself is not a bad thing at all. It is the lack of knowledge around credit. It is the reasons why we get credit, the usage of credit, and the poor planning Mm. around the concept of credit. That is what brings our people to a really, really... I'm going to say chronic cycles of debt because of the lack of knowledge. You know, there is no truer verse than my people perish because of lack of knowledge. It is exactly that. It is the knowledge around credit. Mm. So we could say it's a behavioral uh, problem as well, but that behavior is caused by the lack of, of knowledge. Definitely that. And I mean, even even with the knowledge, I mean, there are not everybody is not knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people with um, some level of knowledge. Sure. But again, to your point, behavior. Mm. 
Mm. You can know something mm. and still not want Decide to, to mm. abide by it sure. Or, sure. or live by it. You know, so, so some people are really just ill-disciplined mm. when it mm. comes to issues mm. of, of credit. I'll give you a simple example. People know not to avoid the private number calls or the 087 or whatever the case may be. Yeah. They know it. They know <laughs> it is not a good idea to give somebody else the phone and say, you cannot do call, you know, yeah. those kind of things. Yeah. We know that, but sometimes we become ill-disciplined as people. So it goes back to that point, the behavior. And that is why even in the credit report, the credit providers look at behavior. Mm. What kind of a payer are you? What is your behavior when it comes to your contractual agreements? What is your behavior when it comes to the way you pay, the agreement that you had with the credit provider? Because behavior plays a key role in the credit space. Mm. Okay, what, what has been your observation, Salem, over the years? Maybe during COVID uh, or pre-COVID, mm -hmm. as we become woke as a people, are we taking on more debt or because we're getting educated and more woke, we are shying away from credit? What, what has been the trend? Are we, are we still gullible? Are we still chasing credit? Um, what what are the figures? What are the stats out there? Is there a downwards uh, trend towards um, um, yeah, or an aversion against credit, or we still pro um, credit as such? So the numbers are saying that more and more people are applying, <laughs> but the number of new accounts are mm. not increasing. So that picture is saying that a lot of people are applying, but they are not qualifying. They are declined. Okay. They have right. been declined, yes. Yeah. Mm. So, so mm -hmm. okay, you carry on. Thank you. So it, it simply means that people want to enter the credit world, but the doors are being shut to say, uh -uh, go and fix your behavior first and then come back. And, and I mean, um, people, even with the knowledge that um, because there's more and more financial literacy going out there, mm -hmm. but people are still applying for credit. Because I'll tell you this, when there is a need, a lot of people lost their jobs during COVID. Yeah. Some people's salaries were cut. Some people, um, you find that in a household, two people were working and then one person is working. Or for the two years or three years, people were out of a job. Now they are back in, in, in the job um, space again, but there's a lot of catching up that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So people are applying for credit and people will apply for credit when there is a need. When you have a need, it doesn't matter what you know. All you know is that I need money and I need it right mm. now. Yeah. And that is why the people are would always be. going to apply for credit because there is a need, there is a gap. I mean, now with the petrol prices going up, food mm. prices are going up. Mm. Interest rates. There's a lot interest rates. People are running to credit. Mm. Yeah, which, which at some stage will become unaffordable with interest rates rising. Mm. Correct. And also, again, on the flip side, credit providers also have targets to meet. Mm. You are sitting with all these people who don't necessarily qualify. So credit providers are also trying by all means to find ways of sort of, you know, making, I'm going to put this loosely, yeah. sort of getting people to a point where they qualify 
Yeah. So that, you know, <laughs> there is that, you know, circulation as well. The economy is going. But I mean, those are then risks of issues of reckless lending. Mm-hmm. Because if a consumer then understands that here, this credit provider borrowed me recklessly, they can actually lodge a complaint of reckless lending and as a result, then not be liable to actually paying or servicing that particular debt. So, so those are the risks that we, we, we are facing as a country. But I mean, the economy needs to somehow move. And that's why trade providers are finding creative ways. And, and that's why you find um, some credit um, agreements that would normally be 12 months or 24 months are now being extended to 36 months. Your home loans, you can now pay it over 30 years. It is all to sort of mitigate and, 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 and meet the, the needs of what we are facing right now as a country. Mm. When interest rates are going up, shouldn't it be that we're getting more and more scared? Why do you think people are not scared to get that even when they see that the interest rates are going up? Because your problem that you are facing currently in your home <laughs> for you it's real. is bigger than the fear, the fear. of that number mm. that you saw mm. on television and that letter that you received from your bank. Mm. The reality is that right now, this is the problem I'm facing. I have received a letter from my children's school. Mm. They are kicking my kids out. Mm. I need mm. to do something. I am not going to consider what's going to happen five years down the line. I'm not going to even consider mm. what the Reserve Bank has just told me. Yeah. No, Salem, as you, as you speak, yes. is it, so this is probably the same line of thinking that leads people to go to Bomashonis, mm. the launcher. Because, because, you are so correct because you go and apply, the bank kicks you out, you, you, then you, you go elsewhere and elsewhere, and eventually mm. you know that there is a place somewhere that is not going to look at your credit profile, that is not going to look at affordability. They are going to charge you 50% <laughs> or 60% interest. Look, you are not bothered by that because you have almost shut your brain to that reality and opened your brain to the reality that you need the money and you need it now. So you will go to that loan shark just so that you cover this immediate need and then you deal with the next headache. Mm -hmm. But now um, I'm just thinking, what would we say the solution is? Um, Prices are increasing, my child is about to be kicked out of school. What is it that then, um, what will I do? Um, if ever I don't go the route of obtaining credit to satisfy mm. that um, debt or, or need, yes. We need to let go emotionally mm. of certain things. Sure. Mm. For example, we hold on, I'm going to make Karen as an example. Your car, you are struggling with car repayments, right? Yeah, right. Let let go. <laughs> it's okay. And go to a taxi. In besides that, mm. find a way of selling that car very quickly. Yeah. And downgrade, get a, a, a cheaper cash yeah. car, like a car that you can buy cash, yeah. and pay what you can pay. But let go. Mm. Mm. Yes, yeah. they are saying that you can't afford this particular school. Let go. Mm. Find a school you can afford. Yeah. You cannot afford this. Let go. We, we must familiarize ourselves with the term downgrading. Mm. Mm. Nothing in life is permanent. It yeah. is not a permanent downgrade. It is a situation that you are facing right now. You will get up there again. But right now, downgrade. Drop a few things. 
let go of a few things. It is okay. They, they don't need to be at that school. You don't need to drive that car. You don't need to live in that area. Look, you may even get some change in your pocket. Just mm. face mm. down grading. Sure. Sell that home. Get some money. Settle it. Settle whatever else that you need to settle. Get yourself peace of mind. Mm. And then reboot. Think. Sit for a year, eight months, whatever. And just bust in that newness of not having to be under pressure for everything, and then start again. Mm, mm. I love that. Um, I think to add on that, um, I mean, um, your the emotional you, um, psychologically, um, in order for you to make money, if you are in a space where you are so much stressed, you are thinking about a lot, uh, um, a lot of debt that you need to service and all of that, making money. Um, I don't think it's that easy. Productivity, you do not become um, um, productive when you have financial stress, you know. So letting go of mm. certain things um, that are maybe chowing a lot from your income can basically set you free. And then now you are able to recoup and then you are learning from your mistakes and now uh, 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 make informed decisions. So I think mm. I, I really love that. Mm. Yeah, I do. And it that? actually takes me back as well because everything you're saying, Salem, I've had to do. I lost oh, a wow. business and I had to start from scratch. Mm. I've had to downgrade oh, wow. levels down. Sure. Oh, this is mm. like a take it up. So mm. relax, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But why I'm bringing it up now is I know from experience it comes with a lot of emotional pressure. Because having mm. to do that, I had to disappear off social media for for years. I'm sure it's like six, seven years completely mm. because it became a source of anxiety and depression mm. to just look at how well mm. everyone mm. else is doing and you're busy downgrading. Emotionally, it does come it, mm. it does come with a lot of pressure. What advice do you normally give those that you th- that come to consult with you on that front? Because we get the downgrading. It might make logical sense, but emotionally, mm. it's a whole different yeah. thing. Sure. Yeah, and maybe to piggyback um, on that uh, question is okay. Fine. Uh, the house has become a little bit more expensive. I could sell it, free up some cash. But if I have to buy another house, I've had this house for nine years. If I have to buy the same house, will call will cost three hundred percent more. So meaning chances that of me affording that house or buying another house ever have completely um, vanished? So ever is a long time. Mm. <laughs> ever is a long, long time. I like that. Okay. Things okay. change tomorrow. Mm. You use up, I mean, I, let me just give you guys a practical example. Yeah. I had to lose a job, formal employment through retrenchment in order for me to actually use my talent. And I was not aware how much your talent will bring to the table. Mm. Mm. And in just a blink of an eye, you then make money you never thought you would make. Sure. Mm. <laughs> sounds so, good. So, sounds interesting. You get what I'm, I'm liking I'm it. Here. I'm Go liking deeper. it. <laughs> Go deeper. <laughs> so when you when you downgrade, mm-hmm. don't think about how will I recover. Mm-hmm. You are now downgrading for the current peace of mind. Sure. Yeah. And secondly, social media is the worst place <laughs> because Everybody is successful Absolutely. on social media. Absolutely. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. And that's where the pressure is. And you'll be very surprised how all of those things are just production so that we, we get it moving. But the reality, mm. when you really know those people, you'll be so surprised. So when you do downgrade, no, they're not 
overdose. But if you are a person who feels the pressure, deactivate all social. Mm. Get out of there. Mm. Those streets are full of lies. They will not tell you the truth that my husband and I or my wife and I are not speaking because I bought the bag. Yeah. Just so that I can brag on social media. Or I did not pay my children's school fees for mm. six months just so that I can come and brag. So mm. social media, deactivate. And the downgrading is not for you to think right now, how will I get those things back? Mm. Mm. The downgrading is for you to say, I need peace of mind and I need to be well and everyone around me to be well. Mm. And have the conversation to the, with the kids to say, uh, the space is too big. We don't need this much space. Mm. We need to do other things with the money, our finances. We need to channel them differently. Therefore, we are moving. It's life. It happens. Nani, when you're adults, at some point, you may face something like this. Mm. It's just how life works. Yeah. And you, you keep it simple, emotionless, because the children will pick up on your energy and your emotions. Mm -hmm. So you need to manage yourself that it is what it is. And then you start, you rest first, rest. Because otherwise, you're not going to be able to think of your next move. Mm. Rest for a little while in mm. that situation of that downgrade with that small car that you all need to fit in and that small house and that menu that's changed a little bit in the home, sure, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. then you start finding other ways of income streams. Sure. You say, okay, our money, our salaries are not working for us. We mm. need to find other streams of income. Yeah. Now <laughs> you're planning mm. on what? The finance. And eventually when you've gained financial muscle over the months or the years even, yeah. then you start planning, okay, where to from here? Hmm, actually, the house that we can now afford is three times better than where we come from because this is what we have accumulated. And don't look at it as a mistake because not every downgrade is a result of a financial mistake. Mm -hmm. Some downgrades are as a result of life happening. Yeah, sure. You know, you they close down to. the business. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. legislation changes, the yeah. law changes, and it doesn't allow for the industry that you're in yeah. to operate any longer. So yeah. you must shut down. Mm, That's yeah. not a mistake. Yeah. That is unforeseen circumstances. There's nothing so you can do about happens. it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm thinking even the downgrading can be relative, you know what I mean? Be depending on our incomes. Mm. If, if Reggie Correct. owns um, three yachts and two private jets and things become very difficult, he might say, okay, I'm going to sell the three um, uh, private jets, jets. remain mm. with one and sell the one yard and remain with one and, and continue <laughs> sure. living. Continue but uh, living. another person might say, I, might, I need to get rid of, of this house that's worth two, two million rand mm. to go and buy a house that's worth 500,000. You sure. know what I mean? So, oh, I, so need to, I need to go live at my wife's mother's house. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have a lot of men not agreeing yeah. to, to that one. Yeah. You've just caused a stay and um, yeah, a revolution in the studio. Every man is up in arms over here that it will not happen. Um, yeah. Life. You yeah. see with life, yeah. the quicker you deal with your situation, Sure. the quicker you are able to bounce back. Mm. Mm. We mm. have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And we hold on to things, hey? And we yes. hold on to things. Yes, sometimes the relief, the beauty of relief, yeah. we miss out on that because we are so worried and the holding on. Let go. Mm. And we, we're saying this towards uh, Christmas. Mm. 
you know, um, there will be a lot happening yeah. Uh, yeah. around yeah. December. You're talking mm. of releasing. Mm. We want to be buying <laughs> stuff. We want to be receiving True. stuff in and December. Black Friday is coming. And mm. Black Friday is coming as well. What, what can you say? I mean, some of the things that we're going to do now in December, some we're going to do on, on Black Friday and December. Um, mm. Are there any suggestions, hints, and possibly... Um, you know, information you can give that can assist people not to fall into into certain traps, given the the, the coming season. So for Black Friday, if there is that thing that you've always wanted, or that thing that you know you are going to do anyway, yeah. target Black Friday. For example, yeah. um, by that time the stationary lifts for those who have children going to school. Yeah, stationary lift is up. Make use of that opportunity mm. to purchase those using those specials. In November already. Schools only in open November. in January. Mm. Yes, in November already. And that is out of the way. Or maybe your washing machine has been broken for a while and you know that at some point you're going to do it, then maybe Black Friday is the time to do it. Other than that, do not. Mm. Do not go there. Don't even go and look <laughs> to see what's happening. And the you stampede. may come back with three <laughs> microwaves. Yeah, yeah, you'll be left with three microwaves. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think also um, the point to emphasize here is the issue of planning. You know, um, which yeah. I believe it it hits a lot of us. Um, just because it, it's like with credit. The mere fact that they are saying congratulations, you qualify, you qualify. for this. You know, it doesn't uh-huh. necessarily mean that, Reggie, you have money. You know, it means they actually mm. want a portion of what I'm getting. Yeah. See, so if I do not have a proper plan about this congratulation, then I, w- I can fall into a, a very deep trap. Yeah. 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 What, what? In fact, you shouldn't be invited. Mm. You yeah. should yes. not be invited exactly. sure. to the debt party. Yeah, mm. yeah. You, at the time you need it, sure. must go forward and ask for it. Exactly. Other than that, you should not respond to that feel-good message sure. that says you have been pre-approved or you qualify for. Mm. Sure, time flies when you're learning. Uh, we've got four minutes to go. Uh, Salem, November, December is around the corner. The N1 mm. is calling. <laughs> Um, mm, some of mm, our mm. friends uh, who are not mentioned by name are in the studio. They are thinking <laughs> of the N1. You don't climb on that N1 and go home empty handed. Yeah, true. Is there so, any, yeah, mm-hmm. any thoughts around that? I can't go empty handed. They've got to see that new car. They've got to see that I come from Jobit, that I work, that mm. I'm educated, that I do well. You know? Is there, is there anything wrong, really, in going to show your parents or your relatives or guys that you grew up with that you're doing well? The only problem is that with that is that when you're not doing well, you're not going to go home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you won't want to go home because yeah. uh, now we are not doing well. <laughs> yeah. I think the most important thing for the festive season is to set expectations straight. Oh. Mm. Now mm. already. Mm. Okay. Mm. To say, I am coming home, but mom, that new stove I promised you, we are going to have to defer that. Sure. Maybe to 2024 or something like Mm, that. mm. Or, guys, I know I usually contribute a cow, but this time around, I can only do five chickens. (laughs) Whatever the case may be. (laughs) At least you're bringing something. (laughs) Yeah, you're bringing some protein. Yeah, but you have to set expectations. Mm. But also let them know our situations have changed. Sure. You guys know that both my husband and I or my wife and I were working. Now we are no longer working. Mm. Therefore, you know, and, and, and sometimes those are the realities. Some families will then empathize and sympathize with you. Mm. Some people are very selfish. They mm. are extremely they have a sense of entitlement mm, to mm, your mm. money yeah. that's when you then also think for yourself yeah. but make expectations mm, known mm. otherwise 
you find people hiring out cars, mm. you find people taking out credit because they want to show off. And right now in this time that we live in, there is no space for showing off. Mm. Mm. I mean, uh, how do you come back from a situation where someone says, unjenjenje, so pay up, but pay up, you know? I agree, and I'm not saying I won't pay up. Mm. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Right now, I mean, you will hear uh, uh, some of the Nguni people say, take my arm and sell it. Yeah. You are emphasizing mm. the point that there is no way where I can get it. Mm. All I'm saying is, it is not worth getting yourself into any form of debt. Mm. It's festive season now. We'll have it again next year and the other year and the other year. You can pause. Look, you can even decide to work throughout this festive season sure. so that you don't even have to go mm. when everybody is going. Mm. Yeah. Just work. Amazing. I don't have leave days. Yeah. Work. Yeah, and there'll be a lot of weddings as well that are happening, and you, you've got to attend each one of them, and you've got to buy presents and uh, for yeah. all of them. You know what I mean? So there's a yeah. lot of pressure. So you can avoid it. Oh yeah. Hey guys, this 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 was beautiful. I can't believe it's already an hour since we we started, and um, we have been emancipated in a very big mm. way. We've been <laughs> speaking to Salem Nyati from the Debt Emancipation movement mm. and of course she's doing great things in emancipating us out of debt mm. and of course if we're going to go to debt it should be good debt that will basically emancipate us in sure. terms of mm. our, our lifestyles and and our futures and the buzzword here being leaving a legacy to those that come um after us any any parting shots uh salem from you all i want to say is whoever's going through the most, yeah. it's mm. not the end of the world. Mm. Mm. The fact that it exists as a problem simply means that there is it's a solution it's... for it. Mm. Take a pause. Nobody has ever been taken to jail for debt. Mm. So relax. It's not the end of the world. You just need some time to think and find a way out of it. Mm. And it will all end. Mm. What a marvel. Amazing. Nice. Shoo. Thank you very much, Salem. It's been a pleasure having uh, you in, in the studio, and uh, we hope we'll connect again. They still it will be a pleasure to have you back again mm. with us. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you Absolutely. so much. I really appreciate the time. I mean, I had a great time as well. Absolutely. Amazing. Thank you. All the best. Thank you. See you, peeps. Thank you so much. Next week, same place, same time. God bless. Cheers. You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.